everyone. My name is Freddy Munyongani, and welcome to this podcast. With me are my colleagues, Dr. Soils and Dr. Donnelly, two of the authors of the Data Transfer Agreement template for the South African research community. The Data Transfer Agreement was developed in March this year under the auspices of the Data Science for Health, Discovery and Innovation in Africa, a law research group at the School of Law of the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having us. Great. Let us dive right into the topic. Why did you decide to develop a data transfer agreement or DTA template for the research community in South Africa? I think for a few reasons. Primarily, it was to assist with legal compliance. Also, our main goal was to provide the research community with a top quality open source agreement that complies fully with South African law. Indeed, and if I could just add that having a standardized DTA template can also simplify the process of data transfer by providing a ready-to-use legal document that researchers can use, they then reduce legal costs and save a lot of time. And a DTA template can also be designed to be flexible to accommodating different types of data transfer scenarios and allowing for adaptations based on the requirements of each data transfer. Oh, great. Clearly, there were good reasons to develop a DTA template for the South African research community. Tell me, what was your approach in developing the DTA template? I think holistically, we focused on the potential of the template to empower the South African research community. So I think in summary, you could refer to our approach as one of empowerment. So rather than uh, viewing the DTA template as a regulatory, a rigid regulatory instrument, we looked at a a methodology that would seek to to empower and assist. And I think if you looked at our methodology that went behind the template, we benchmarked the, the, the DTA agreements against local and international best practice. And with the assistance of a postgraduate team, we analyzed a variety of leading different data processing and data transfer agreements from a variety of jurisdictions. The empowerment bit is very interesting to me. Could you please elaborate a bit more on this empowerment approach? Certainly, if I could chip in here, it's about equipping researchers with the necessary tools and knowledge for them to make informed decisions and navigate the legal landscape themselves, rather than simply providing an inflexible, mandatory set of rules that they must follow. Exactly. As as Dr. Donnelly says, this is why we've uh, developed a comprehensive explanatory memorandum to enable uh, users of our DTA template to understand the thinking behind the tool. So the explanatory memorandum then contains insight into why each clause exists, and it explains the rationale for each clause in the template. We've also included some notes on particular issues that researchers ought to be aware of in each clause. I see. So it's about guidance rather than regulation. I think this is a very important distinction. Speaking of which, how does this empowerment approach differ from the approach followed by the Material Transfer Agreement or MTA that was published by the South African government in 2018? Well, the way we've looked at that, the MTA or Material Transfer Agreement that was published by the Minister of Health in 2018, unfortunately follows a regulatory approach. 
And by that, what we mean is the minister has dictated or prescribed that researchers must use the published MTA as the framework. We specifically wanted to take a different approach. And in our view, our empowerment approach is about providing and equipping the South African researcher community with a professionally drafted, comprehensive legal tool that will assist them and that they are free to use. Oh, so that means that they are not forced to use it, right? Exactly. That's an insightful shift in approach. Now, both of you published an article in which you delve into some hot button issues related to a DTA for South Africa. Let's talk about ownership of data. Sure. And this is one of the key issues that arises in relation to a DTA and, and data in general. Our DTA template then, for important reasons, includes a clause that provides for ownership rights. This clarity and ownership helps avoid potential legal disputes down the line and, in our view, ensures fair attribution and rewards. Another important point you highlighted is about adaptability for commercial use. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Absolutely. The DTA template needs to be flexible enough to accommodate potential commercial purposes. Commercialization of research findings is a very, very important part of what we do in academic research. But this must also ensure that commercialization does not violate the prohibition in South African law against rewarding research participants for donating biospecimens. Oh, great. Now let's talk about POPIA, the Protection of Personal Information Act. How does it come into play here? Sure. So POPIA or POPI um, is central to the DTA template. It's the most directly relevant piece of legislation in relation to data subject rights and data sharing in general. The DDA template assists research institutions and researchers all using it to be fully compliant with PAPIA. And the agreement, as we mentioned above, has been internationally benchmarked. And I think, Dr. Swells, it's also important to add for listeners that there will probably soon be a code of conduct for research. The Academy of Science of South Africa, ASAF, has been working on this code for some years and has now submitted their proposed code to the information regulator. Our research group has been involved in this process and has commented on all the draft versions of the code. And what is important for listeners is that the DTA template will complement the code. The two will work very well together. Yeah, I suppose that one can say that the two together are going to be the yin and yang of research in South Africa. Would you say that? <laughs> Indeed, yes, you could say that. Oh, great. Our South African researchers often collaborate with foreign partners. When foreign partners are involved, how does the DTA template cater for that scenario? Well, exactly. When foreign researchers collaborate on projects involving personal data processed in South Africa, we need to be aware of the potential implications under POPIA. So it's crucial that we adhere to the legal frameworks, regardless of where the research is taking place. Yes, exactly. And the DTA template will guide you in doing that. It's, it's been designed specifically for local data transfer as well as for data transfers to foreign research partners. Oh, great. It sounds like creating this DTA template has been a complex process taking into account many variables. 
Absolutely. Um, it's required us to consider a multitude of variables um, from the nature of the data to the intricacies of collaboration to roles and responsibilities under PAPIA. It was great to work with a large multidisciplinary team. We had lawyers involved. We had academics from South Africa, from Africa, from the UK, from the EU. It was a terrific team. And it was uh, certainly a team effort to deliver the end result which we feel is a comprehensive and adaptable, empowering tool that we really believe will uh, give great benefit to the South African research community. Yeah, and if I could just add there, our idea was to make the template supple enough to accommodate as many reasonably possible variables without getting lost in generalities and ending up with a document that would have very little operational meaning. And that was quite a delicate balancing act but it is one that we believe we've achieved. This is certainly an achievement. Thank you both for being here today and for the invaluable work you are doing. Thank you, it's been our pleasure. Yes, thank you. And we really appreciate this opportunity to share our work. You're welcome. And this brings us to the end of our podcast today. For those interested in accessing the DTA template, and explanatory memorandum developed by our research group, please click on the links in the description below. Thank you.